fuck it. We're not restarting it a third time. <laughs> Drop the phone. You're just going to deal with it. Hey, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Submission Squad presents Dollar Menu Mid Carter's The Last Free Show Review on Earth. Uh, I am, of course, uh, Evan Jelisco, joined as always by Pierre Abrathy, and we just actually dropped a bombshell announcement on Twitter, and that is... Um, so glad you're uh, fucking with me right now. March 28th, Besties in the World versus Nick Gage and Kurt Stallion. That'll be really good. But we gotta get through February first, which will yeah. also be really good. But which will be very good. It's neat. It's a long arcing story of uh, Nick Gage wanting to defeat all the pillars. Uh, Kurt Stallion wanting to defeat all the pillars. They have both fought Gary and Warhorse, they and they both, got a pretty good record. Gage is two and zero. Oh, Kurt's one and one. They both want to fight the other two pillars. What better way to do it than to tag together and fight them? So. Yeah, that's going to be a huge tag match. <clears throat> that beep you hear off the side, there's people buying tickets for it. So uh, Make sure you get yours soon is what he's saying. That's really cool. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, like we said, we, we have these first couple months are stacked up because we want people to be, you know, we want to really see if monthly is going to work and... This is the way we're going to do it. Right. We'll see. Um, but, we won't be talking much about that match, though, for a little bit, because we still got the huge Strong Style series to get through. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, that's going to be a big one in March. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, show review. This will be the last one we do here on the uh, free podcast. Uh, we're going to be moving it to Patreon at all levels. Uh, Even just the $2 level. Right, and if you want to sign up at Patreon, the uh, way to do that is going to patreon.com slash anarchystl and signing up. Uh, we thank everybody that does. That's a big part of our business. So, yeah, I mean, it's a big year. So, uh, obviously, we're only one show into it, but that show was a huge success. If they all go like that, mm -hmm. I mean, we'll be running monthly and... You know, until you guys don't want us, want us to do it anymore. But that's the first show in a long year, so hopefully we're able to keep it up. Okay, stop licking me, dog. Um, yeah, I, honestly, I think the show was success top to bottom. Yeah. We got uh, Fred and Nick from the airport. Uh, they were each a little early, which was nice because it allowed us to go right to the venue. Yeah. And then uh, we did the first ever Nick Gage seminar, and it had 30 people. Yeah, it was a huge success. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a number. I capped it at 30 because I wanted everybody to get a chance to learn. A lot of times these seminars, they don't cap them. And if they are highly successful, you run into a situation where you're not getting much learning time because there's 50, 60 people there. Um, look, we make money off of these seminars when they're successful, but I don't do these seminars for like a money grab. Yeah. Um, you know, hopefully we make money, but we do them for people to learn. Making money, obviously, is a part of it, but it's not mm -hmm. the sole reason. So, you know, and it goes to show the growth of maybe the promotion, but definitely shows the, that there are more kids out there, like young up-and-comers, wanting to learn because we've had seminars in the past, one with Chris Hero that we, we sold three seminars, and one with Roderick Strong, which we legitimately sold one. One person did that seminar. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, back then it was a different landscape. 
Uh, you didn't even have Elgin School yet. You had pretty much just, I guess, Dynamo and South Broadway, which would encourage their people not to do our seminars. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a whole different world now. Um, but, yeah, the Nick Gage seminar was highly successful. Um, you know, probably see more people doing the Nick Gage seminar now, hopefully, because that means Nick will make more money. Uh, and, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Well, I, I mean, a lot of people had, like, rave reviews about it, so they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're dealing with a overload of dogs real quick. Yeah. Um, so from that, we lead into the show itself. Unless you can think of anything else special that happened no, that day? Not really. I mean, yeah. it w- went pretty smooth. Everything went smooth. This was the first... Um, this was the first show where I've done commentary the full way through. So we're kind of ironing out the... Uh, we're still kind of ironing out how that's going to work. We were a little shorthanded as far as logistics go. Deborah couldn't make the show. Greg couldn't make the show. So it was kind of... You know, we were shorthanded there. So thanks to everybody who stepped up. Yeah. Uh, Walter ran doors. And yeah, Walter. A lot helped. of people helped in a lot of different ways. So that that was good. Um, not really anything to ride home about as far as like things that happened. I will say, which I guess would be news for the fans. I don't know if we're going to do January next year because we were very lucky. Uh, as you know, we got some snow and ice late late Friday or late no, Saturday, yesterday. Saturday. Um, it is Sunday as we're recording this. Right. Uh, and as of right now, the show is not back up on Independent Wrestling TV. Not yet. Because we were going to rewatch it. Because anyway, yeah. Uh, so if, if it was colder leading up to the show, we would have been screwed. It would have been a blizzard again. Um, if everything was moved up, Six, eight hours we would have been screwed because it were, there would have been sleet. Um, so I'm not so sure it's a risk we're going to take this year. So if this year goes well and we do 11 shows next year, January might be the month we don't. So then that way we would get a little bit of an off season. We would do mega ticket December this year. And then we would be off pretty much all of December, all of January and three weeks of February uh, is how we would do it. But, you know, we'll see. I, I haven't made that decision for sure yet, but I'm really leaning there because if this would have gotten screwed up last night, it could have been catastrophic for the business. Like, could have ended up. Yeah, it right. could have ended and, the company. And I don't like and I mean, that's just real stressful to have to worry about that. And, I mean, you still have to worry about it in February. Like, we'll be watching the weather come the 21st real heavy, but at least it's a little less of a risk. Right. Uh, but, man... Yeah, we could have been in big trouble, uh, but luckily we, you know, worked yeah. out. Yeah, the absolute reverse. Yeah, place was packed. Um, people, like, we had a huge rush of people right before the show, which I was happy about because I was looking at things. I was like, well, it looks really good in here, but not quite what I thought it would be. And then that quickly changed, and it was a humongous crowd. Um, and, yeah, I, I thought the show delivered. I don't really feel like we're going to go match by match on this, only because okay. I you haven't been able to watch a lot of it. Yeah. So uh, I did watch the first two pre-show matches. I did not. Uh, yeah. It was Levi and Victor Analog uh, as one match, and then IFHY, mm-hmm. the tag kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, IOU.2 is what I call <laughs> them. And that, that's what they said they were. And uh, the, the, the Diamond Dogs. And uh, both were good, and both showcased a lot of good talent coming up. And I, I, I was happy to watch. I was happy to see 
those matches, honestly, because I really want wrestling to succeed, and it is, but you know what I mean. Uh, I want people to succeed, and those people in those matches will go far. Um, anybody not in the pre-show or on main show will be a, a raging failure, but uh, <laughs> no, there was a lot of good shit, and uh, the pre-show matches were good, uh, so cinnamon. Uh, so I hope you're excited because you're probably going to see um, two pre-show matches per card moving forward. Too. Yeah, they will. Well, we're always going to do two pre-show, two pre-event party matches a card. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing you may see different is the like on Strong Style series. Not the whole like roster is not on that show. So on the series shows, you're going to see like normal roster members. In one of those pre-party matches. So you'll get the first one will be people we're taking a look at. Uh, people who've earned opportunities. The second one will be not, like people you see on almost every Anarchy show. So there you go. Uh, I didn't... Then the show starts. And I didn't get to see the first two matches, I want to say. I think I came in on uh, Shire and Aaron Williams. And I really liked them. I really like those two guys. I really like that Probably match. That was a great match. Uh, Shire caught the kick, gave the leg the Euro. Fucking screaming from the rafters for me. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, really, these are kind of hard now because, you know, what are we going to say? It's a good match. All of them are great matches. Each wrestler in Anarchy is phenomenal. And this was a real good fucking match. Definitely something to go back and watch. I, I, the whole show is something to go back and watch. So it's gonna be, oh, it's gonna be hard not to sound repetitive, because the match after this match four is Gary versus Kurt. Yeah, and we they, can we can touch on that one for a minute. Yeah, um, there are people saying that that is the best match in the history of the promotion. Um, I think, I think it it might have been. <laughs> it was really good. It had a lot of neat little things to it. You have Kurt and Gary who are both similar styles, both similar builds even. Yeah. You have Kurt who's dro- drove all over the place, Gary who's drove all over the place. You have the atmosphere of anarchy. Guys have good chemistry with each other. And then you take the aspect that Kurt was away for a while, comes back into anarchy, and then Gary's exclusive to anarchy around here so you don't see Gary everywhere. And when you have all those ingredients mixed into something, you're going to get, like, a huge fucking fight feel. And and that's what this was. And that's, uh, what, it, and that's what it absolutely was, a big fight. Yeah, it was great. Um, the Shire-Williams match was, like, you know, like, where I'm happy about where we are as a business is this is, like, the fourth or fifth show that people have come on and said, that was the best... Uh, anarchy show since the relaunch and like that's happened now like five or six times yeah so it goes to show that like these these events are really delivering and uh i the wrestlers are because the wrestlers believe in the product sure and that's what makes their performance but we had two of them that had tragedies in their personal lives happen right before the show yeah and both delivered uh, Larry has made his public, so I'll say one of them was Larry D. His uncle passed away, found out like 15 minutes before going out and perform, having the match that his uncle had died. Uh, the other guy hasn't made his public, so I'm not going to say. But uh, 
both. I mean, it, it just goes to show people really bought into the shows and the, mm-hmm. to the product overall. And the fact that Twitter was buzzing from Wednesday before this event, it's still buzzing now about the event. And then we just dropped the bombshell, the tag match that we're doing in March, and people are going crazy about that. Um, again, if we can keep if we can keep this momentum going, I, I think we can really like. There are people who have told me that they think we're a top five indie now. I don't like to like say that, but I feel like if we can keep this momentum going, maybe we can get there, and that I guess is the goal. And that depends on the support from you, the fans. So we thank you, thank you for getting us so far, and we're gonna keep going as long as you want us to keep going. Because then, oh man, so so the the two matches I mentioned, I'll just say, are Kenway and Cole Radrick. Uh, two people who I think have a huge future ahead of them, and then the tag match. Um, not gonna say Kenny. I'm gonna say Kenny Alfonso because you go. always fuck me up about that. And Tootie versus Ace Perry and Deacon Cash, and I think, I think all four of those will be something big too. Like man, just playing like things out in my head. Like I team with Will. Fuck. There it is. You, you do I this. didn't say that. You do it to me, though. Because you, you always call him that. I team with Kenny in, in, in Journey, and he's great. I, I love it. I love working with him. And I think he's going to be really big one day. Same with 2D. Same with Deacon. Uh, Ace Perry, I, I think the world of. Um, and then we go to intermission. So those are the two matches we missed. I was hoping to rewatch them, but uh, IWTV is really fucking us over right now. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Settle down, man. <laughs> I'm fired up. Um, the, the the card had a good flow to it, like Cole Radrick and Kenway that they delivered um, a lot too. Like Kenway is getting Kenway is getting that confidence in himself, and it's starting to go a long way. And you can tell, and they delivered in the open. Um, and it's got a cool jacket. Yeah, jacket is cool. Match two to tag. Yeah, they did well. Fucking Deacon threw a great fucking lariat in that thing. He's always had a really good lariat. Frederick. Um, so, yeah. And match three to Shire Williams. Another great match. Shire's super Shire's over. super accepted right now, too, which is great yeah. to see. Well, that's all been building, so Wait. No, no real surprise. What do you mean it's been building? You tell me that somehow... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that that was a good match. Gary yeah. Kurt intermission was felt short because I was running all over the place during intermission, and uh, yeah, so went well. What did we come back from intermission with? Uh, nothing that mattered. Oh yeah, <laughs> your match, six man match was also really good. That yeah. fucking <laughs> Rose launching Billy across the ring. Oh was man, hilarious. Uh, when he's when he's on here next, I'll tell a story about it. something really funny in the match. Uh, I'm calling our team the Shining Force because no. if we're taking care, if we're taking video game names, that's one of my favorite video games, Shining Force. <laughs> so we're taking it. Shining hashtag Shining Force 2020. Um, and uh, I, I, we didn't win unfortunately, and I ate a big knee, but uh, I was really happy with how that went. Yeah, I was, uh, I was happy to see yeah. Angelus get the comeback. Yeah, I was happy to see she didn't punch me in the throat this time. That was probably one of my favorite things. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, sorry about that. The uh, My wife was calling me. 
yeah, I was glad Angels didn't punch me in the throat and almost uh, cause my uh, Adam's apple to go in a third time and give me a new voice. So uh, it was a good six-man match, and it was a good outing. I don't know if you know this, but Connor and I had matching gear. Yeah, that's funny, the two-pot gear. <laughs> Looked real nice on us. Uh, I actually was able to have my birthday gift my brother got me, Billy Starks, wore out to the ring that night. Oh, you couldn't even <laughs> bequeath that to me? Your former tag partner? You bastard. I did. I told you, hey, have Billy wear this. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You did hand it off to me. So, yeah, you got to... Uh, I got to touch what, it. What happened to that shirt? You still have it? No, you got it back. Nope. Oh, well... <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> uh, I'm sure it'll still be at the hall. Yeah. Uh, after that, we move on. To, I didn't see what was next after me. I think but, it was um, Chip but, and Sharkbait. Yeah. Oh, I did actually get to see this. because That I, was good, too. Yeah. It was different. Because it was a grapple exhibition. And right. I really appreciated that. Uh, there was one moment they're rolling around, and then Chip just like gets out of something, stands up, and just stomps mm-hmm. Sharkbait in the face. I was like, Fuck! Yeah, that it was. That's what I like. Is it, it was just different. It was different than the other matches on any other match on the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shark baits growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, chips, obviously amazing. And it was just different than anything else on the card. That's what we try to do when building the cards. Um, after that was the Larry Beef Besties match. That was fuck real really good. good. Beef stepped up well. Yeah, it was a big match for Beef, and he he held his own and delivered. I mean, the besties are the besties. Their tag match, it's going to be great. Larry's great. Uh, I like the whole, like, mix of styles. I like the mm-hmm. way that they, you know, the story that unfolded during that was great. Nobody could cross-body beef. That was my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely something to watch if you're a fan of tag wrestling. Because it is a really good uh, clash of styles, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Fitchett getting on the mic said some nice words about Larry. I find him. He wasn't supposed to get on the mic. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That's fair. <laughs> no. He uh, he had some, and it's true. And I, I say this on commentary, uh, and it, it, I, I obviously mm. believe it is everything's so negative in wrestling now, and some of it needs to happen. Some of some of it, people getting outed for the various shit they're doing, needs to happen. But it just seems like, other than that, wrestling's fairly negative on Twitter. And it's good, like, for Fitchett to say, like, hey, you know, Larry D's a veteran of wrestling, and Larry's a fucking good guy. So, not all veterans of wrestling are these bitter, fucking mean, grumpy people. Like, there are yeah. people out there like Larry that are legitimately great dude. And, uh... Yeah, so that was cool of Fitchett to put him over. You're going to see more of Beef and Larry tagging in Anarchy. Like, we're going to be running back that as a tag team for sure. Um, yeah, that was very impressive. But then after that was Fred. And yeah, Jake. I, and, and I didn't get to watch any of this because uh, Veg and I were talking for a while. It was good. Really good. I mean, Fred's a world-class grappler. Uh, they, that was another one that had a good bell-to-bell story behind it. Uh, you'll see Fred multiple times in Anarchy. I guess I could go ahead and say that you'll see Fred. We won't put this on Twitter, so this is just a podcast announcement. Podcast exclusive. Uh, you'll see Fred back May 1st. He will be in the submission series. So you will see him for the submission series. Uh, so that'll be cool. Fred was a class act. He had a <laughs> fabulous time. He, he really enjoyed Anarchy Good. and everything. I like talking basketball with you at the he, beginning. He sure did. Me and Fred are both big into basketball. 
Uh, we talked a ton of basketball. So, yeah, you'll see Fred back. Uh, he should be wrestling everywhere. I've seen him actually tweet how he lives 15 minutes away from where NWA does their shows. I can't even, for a second, wrap my head around how he's not on those shows. Like He should be wrestling all over the world if you run a show and he lives 15 minutes from the venue and you don't book him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't that that, that that's a problem. That that's that's not very smart booking in my opinion. But uh we're happy to have him, so mm-hmm. you'll see him back. And then we roll after that into the main event, which was Wyatt Gage, which got fucking out of hand. I, I got to see half of it and then I was watching from the entrance when he was running at me in the entrance and I had to like yeah. dive yeah, back. We see it. We've seen each yeah. Other. Uh, I will say this and look I Enough Anarchy fans listen to this to where hopefully this will circulate amongst everyone maybe that don't listen to this. We don't run these shows to have rules. Obviously, we have certain Anarchy. rules that Sarah talks about that mm-hmm. you know, you're not going to be racist or homophobic or transphobic at our shows. Like Our shows are a welcoming place for everybody. Also, stay off the Wi-Fi. Well, that, that's not going to be a problem because... Uh, there's not going to be public Wi-Fi at Spalding anymore. Um, we, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way to say like, so there are those rules. But overall, we encourage our fans to get crazy. Part of our, part of our draw is the dollar beer, dollar Jello shots. People getting drunk, getting crazy, having a good time. We encourage it. We encourage people to be interactive with the wrestlers, like yell at them, cuss at them. Do whatever within within those rules I just said before. But, you know, let the wrestler invite the steel chair to be thrown into the ring. We had a situation, this event, where, like, fans just got so hyped up and so into it, they just started launching the chairs in the ring. And we can't have that. Uh, we can't have, like... Why it's a, a professional and why it's legit. If why you if you say something to him or strike him or try to attack him, he's gonna take care of it himself. I don't have to ban him, ban people from the building. But I mean, think about it for a minute. Maybe don't throw fucking trash at the wrestlers. Don't fucking pound on your like. We tell people not to stand on the chairs because it'll break the chair, and then I have to pay for the chair. And I have to pay twenty like five dollars for the chair. Um, so, so one if, front row ticket. So if we're saying that, that probably means don't pick your chair up and bang it on the ground. Don't fucking slap the shit out of your chair, pounding on it. Don't fucking put your chair on the ground and stomp up and down on it. Like be mindful of those things when coming to the shows. Um, that's it. Like, other than that, we encourage people to get crazy, but, you know, common sense stuff, really, at the end right. of the day. But the Wyatt Gage match was crazy. They fought yeah, around the crowd, had problems navigating the crowd, because you had, like, the Gage fans not wanting to let Wyatt through. Which, like, that'll be a mistake, guys. <laughs> like, it, it, man, like, like, at the end of the day, people had a great time. People were drunk. Some were, like, crazy drunk. It was crazy. And uh, we are glad 
because uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but we broke the pizza record, I think. Yeah. I think I Megan said we were at 120. That I'd have to see because the record before that was like 74. So if, if the, the record, record before that was 103. Really? So, yeah. Oh, okay. Frederick. That's my dog whining because we have the gate up and he cannot bother us while doing the podcast. Because so he likes to get right so in our faces. whining you hear is Frederick the dog. Cinnamon is being good. Yeah. Um, yeah, the hall was happy with it. I mean, this was a huge fucking first step. I mean, right. this was successful. If they're all like this, like I said before, that'll be great. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, that kind of wrapped up the night. We were out of the venue pretty quick. We didn't really get to, re- well, we didn't get to record any podcast content. Because yeah. we, Gage had an f- early flight to get to GCW the next day. So and he we was get, sick, too. We, we got out of there, got food. Mm-hmm. So not a lot to ride home about with that. Not a lot of content was got. Um, we do have one next week lined up. Yeah. Uh, do. do you want to tell them who it is? Yeah, it's the Durden interview. So we're finally going to be able to sit down with Durden. So if you have any questions you want to ask about that young up-and-comer, uh, <laughs> hit us up. And we'll, we'll oh, try yeah. and remember to ask. So remember, too, if you're listening to this now, we're it's a quick turnaround. Uh, you, you, it, we're putting this out a little late on Sunday, so you're either listening to this Sunday night or you're listening to this Monday on your way to work or on your way home. We're right back uh, Tuesday at midnight with the Dylan Hales interview. So two podcasts this week. Uh, We're going to wrap this one up with just reminding you that tickets for our February 21st Strong Style Series are on sale right now. I-N-Y-S-S dot B-P-T dot me. We have less than 20 front row left for that. Um, GA obviously are available. Uh, our tickets are on sale for our March 28th event. It's our only Saturday show until November. So if you're somebody that don't come and say that, well, I can only come on Saturdays, this is it. Uh, March the 28th, tickets for that are on sale. Uh, the, I don't know the link off the top of my head. But, but you can find it on Twitter where we announced one match right, for that yeah. show, and that matches Besties in the World versus Nick Gage and Kurt Stallion. So that's a big one. And again, with these show reviews are moving to Patreon. Yep. So if you want to become a Patriot at any tier, you will get this show review. Yeah. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash anarchy STL. Yep. Uh, anything else? Yeah, we over deliver on the Patreon content. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Oh, uh, I did promise that I would put the Dinlin Hales up early. Uh, on Sunday, if people wanted to, yeah, so, you, that'll probably be up then. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably. Well, I'm gonna after this, I'm gonna go home, make dinner for my wife, oh, and then uh, uh, I will hopefully remember to do that. Um. Okay, yeah. If you're a twenty five dollar patriot and you didn't get your poster, like I know Ashley Haynes is mm-hmm. a twenty five dollar patriot and wasn't able to make it down in January, I do have your poster. I will bring it to Journey. On this Friday, if I remember. So if you listen to this, maybe pop into my DMs. Like, you know uh, in, remind me. They're in my trunk, right? You know that, right? Yeah. So there will be because I'm not taking oh, okay, them Okay, yeah, don't trunk. take them out. We'll have them for sure. There you go. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you're somebody that can't make a show, we do hold on to the poster for you and we can meet up with you and give it to you. I think we're going to mail one to somebody. Sure. Off Patreon. Uh, and again, uh, so if you get if we do a podcast... A free a public podcast early that will be for twenty five dollars only. Yeah. So if you want to listen to the Dylan Hales podcast early, uh, that will be the twenty five dollar and up. Right. Anything else? Um. 
No, not really. I, mean, I guess if you're gonna, if you want to be a Patreon member that gets the poster, you need to be sign up by the first of every month. So between now and February the first, you need to be signed up because uh, we will make the order for that stuff. And then once we've ordered it and picked it up, we won't be adding to the order. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there is a time frame on that. We did get two extra ones this show just because yeah, office forever to get yeah us to. Office Depot messed up. And gave us ten instead of eight, and that—that's it. We won't be ordering extras from here right. on out. Yeah, we want to keep those Patreon exclusive for people that are on the Patreon. So, yeah, that's all I got. I don't have anything. Podcast or uh, politics with Petri is on a quick hiatus. <laughs> so. All right, guys, we'll see you Wednesday. Real quick. Yeah, we'll see you Wednesday, <laughs> and then we'll see you in February in person. <laughs>